0: As our gospel alludes, for many centuries, the first day of the year, January 1st, was celebrated as the circumcision of Jesus Christ. It would have been eight days after Christmas, the day that Jesus would have been brought into the covenant, and the day that he would have been named. Uh, But in recent centuries, the church has decided to crown the year, you could say, uh, by offering the first fruits of our year to our Lord through his most blessed mother. And so this is really Mary's preeminent feast day. You could say, Mary, the mother of God. In the year 431, the church held the ecumenical council of the Council of Ephesus, and at the time, the church was dealing with a heresy called Nestorianism. Nestorianism believed that Jesus' divinity and humanity were sort of separated. They were two completely separate entities. You had the human person of Jesus, and you had the divine person person of Jesus. They were separated, and by consequence of that, Mary was only the mother of the human person of Jesus, not the divine person of Jesus. That's what the heresy of Nestorianism believed. And thanks to the work of St. Cyril of Alexandria, a great defender of Jesus's divinity and the unity of the divinity and the humanity of Jesus— the church formulated the doctrine of two natures of Jesus in union in one person. Two natures, divine and human, united in one person. It's called the hypostasis, the union of two natures in one person. And as such, the Virgin Mary is truly the mother of God. Not just the mother of the human person, but the mother of the whole person, truly the mother of God. And Cyril of Alexandria and the Council of Ephesus sort of formulated the title for Mary of Theotokos. Theotokos. It is Greek for God-bearer. Mary truly is the God-bearer. Again, not just of the human person, but the whole Christ. The whole Christ. She conceived and gave birth to God, and her motherhood is what we celebrate today. You know, as the one who held God herself in the womb, Mary, you could say, is called the Ark of the New Covenant. If you think of the Ark of the Covenant in the Old Testament, not so much from Indiana Jones, it held the temples of the the, the tablets of the law inside of it. It held God's covenant within it, the covenant God made with his people. And Mary in the New Testament holds the new covenant in her womb. She is the new ark of. Of the covenant. Mary would bring forth that covenant, that person of Jesus Christ to the world. Both the God bearer and Ark of the New Covenant are consequences, you could say, of Mary's divine motherhood. It is her unique privilege to be the mother of God. We share much in common with our blessed mother. She was a human being, just like all of us, she was a disciple of Jesus Christ. But no one else had the privilege of being the God-bearer, of being the Theotokos. That is an honor given to Mary and Mary alone. It is the most intimate relation that one can have with the Son of God. To be his mother, to have him nurse at the breast. Think of the tenderness and that embrace of the infant Christ being held by Mary in the the manger? What must have been going on in her heart? We hear in the Gospels how Mary would keep all of these things in her heart. What was that movement like for her, knowing that she had the intimate privilege of being the mother of God? Mary and Jesus go together in our Catholic faith, brothers and sisters. They almost don't make sense without each other. After all, Jesus would not have become a man without the body given to him through our Blessed Mother. The Word would not have become flesh without Mary's yes and without Mary. So Jesus would not have become a human being without Mary. And at the same time, Mary's mission is incomplete without her Son. She draws all of her merits, all of her graces from Jesus. They both go together. They are truly united. When Christ suffered, Mary suffered. And when Christ was glorified, so was Mary. They often go, and they do go, hand in hand. And conversely, attacks on Jesus are also attacks on the Blessed Mother, as Nestorianism shows us. An attack on Jesus's divinity was also an attack on Mary's great privilege of being the Mother of God. True devotion to Christ always entails devotion to our Blessed Mother. And if we are devoted to our Blessed Mother, we will also revere and adore her Son. They both go together. So as we begin, or rather end, slash begin this new year, crowned with the Blessed Mother to begin this year 2020, may it be a Marian year, for us. A Marian year, a year that is filled with our blessed mother. May we grow in love of the mother of God, the God-bearer, the Theotokos, our blessed mother Mary. And through her, may we venerate her son, Jesus, as our brother and our Lord.